Maybe I should just retire and get rid of this whole thing <laughs> and just stop this whole podcast, dude. Yeah, dude. All righty. Let's fucking get into this thing, dude. Once this thing can stop having a mind of its own, then we can start. You're, I mean, you were late to begin with, so. Come on, man. I got to tell you what, dude. It's telling you. <laughs> Who goes to Starbucks and gets a fucking nitro half full? Dude, I was, I was so upset for you when I got it because I got it. And then, like I told you, I got it. And I was just like. Can we can we just change this? Because the way it is is just not gonna work out. It didn't dude. even look like coffee, to be honest. <laughs> it was like filled to. It wasn't even filled all the way. What was it filled to? Like right here? It was like right there. This shit sucks. <laughs> you even asked, like, "Hey, can you can fill you it up? can you just make it not the way it is?" Is what I said. Should just gone a cafecito, dude. Let me tell Ashley. Oh, fuck! Don't tell her, dude. I know I feel bad sometimes because like we do this podcast and either I'll have, um, either I'll have. Look at that. <laughs> Mind of its own. Either I'll have um, I'll have cafecito or I'll have my own shit. And then if I have Starbucks, I feel like I'm just a piece of shit because I'm not supporting the locals. But sometimes it's convenient, bro. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a little bit more convenient. So I'm like, whatever. Yeah, dude, I go to Starbucks all the time, though. Well, whatever, you know, dude. It's because it's close, so. and it's and it's easier. But what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of You Must Seen. <laughs> uh, today, I have a very good friend of mine, uh, the one and only Poppy Joe. What's going on, guys? What's up, player? Uh, the mic is not covering his face, and the camera is simply not wide enough to house his giant body. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we moved to the couch. No, we moved to the couch uh, because the, the studio is under construction, and I kind of just got over the last setup. So we're experimenting with the new setup. And uh, took me like 10 minutes to get situated. Yeah, here. we're still trying to get situated. So if you guys can just be patient with us, that'll be sick. Where did you get this couch, though? Oh, so it's sick, huh? Do you like it or do you hate it? Well, I like it because it's just like you can't find this type of green couch. I know. So it was kind of like a, um, it was kind of, uh, so it's, it's Jer's sisters. It was Jer's sisters and she had an issue with this one. I think it's not, I think it's like kind of broken, but not broken enough to where, uh, you know, it's not usable. Oh, it was like, it had something to do with the leg. And then Jer's dad fixed it. And then his sister was like, if you guys want it, you can have it. And then he's like, but it's green. And I was like, fuck it, dude, let's run it. I can see this like at someone's Nana's house, like in the family room. <laughs> Super green. Back in like 88. Hey, dude, it's chill. I know. And it was kind of, uh, well, I was kind of iffy about it because it was green. But I was like, you know what, dude, whatever. Let's just get the green couch. So whatever. Well, it matches the blanket and everything. The Zarape vibe? I know. We were kind of going, we like, this, the Zarape thing kind of just worked out because we needed to block this. We needed to block that. So we just had the Zarape, so we just put them up and it ended up working out. So did you find the place all right? Yeah, I actually took a wrong turn. Everybody And does. then I saw El Zarape and I was like, okay, I got to do a U-turn. Okay, chill. Yeah, everybody, nobody can ever find it first tee. And then when I saw your truck when I pulled up, because I was late. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Dude. Stan- standard <laughs> dude, i'm actually never the late guy i'm a, and you were pretty early because i told you i was like dude my bad and then you were like no i'm usually early and then i was like that's weird because i'm usually the early guy and uh because i went to the starbucks here dumb packed went to this one dumb packed and i was like it's gonna be at least 25 30 minutes and it was but you know we're here and we're alive and you got your ass coffee yeah thanks appreciate it <laughs> and some banana bread yeah dude you're chilling. it's kind of warm but you know I ate it. I should have put it between my legs. 
Chill, dude. Well, thanks yeah, for coming on, man. Uh, huh? <laughs> I said relax, bro. I know. I'm chilling. <laughs> uh, no, but thanks for coming on, dude. We ca- uh, Well, this was kind of hard to do because you were talking shit to me because I am simply the hardest person to get a hold of. Oh, yeah. I was just saying you're uh, probably the worst texter in Yuma County. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dude, and admittingly, uh, it's, you know, sometimes it... Yeah, man, it's bad because here's what happens, dude. And like, I'll mark my day, and I'll put I'll mark I'll mark off my my calendar, like my eye calendar, in slots. So like two hours, I'm my goals to work on this, and I try not to get distracted, and that includes my phone. Do you have like an app so you can organize your shit? How so? Like at, like projects? Yeah. Uh, for other clients, yes, but like for my own, no. I should be better about it. Yeah. Mm. But do you use one? Uh, for the company that I work for, I do. What do you use? It's called Salesforce, but it's like... Oh, I heard of Salesforce. Yeah, you just kind of schedule in whatever you need to do as far as meeting your clients and what time. Yeah. Then you can add like notes and stuff to each uh, That's chill. Each call. That's tight. And then you can schedule everything in there. Yeah, you can do follow-ups and all kinds of shit. We use, um, for X Endurance, we use uh, Trello. And Trello is like, it's it's pretty much, you know, it's like sticky notes and you have like cards and it, in the card it tells you, it tells me exactly what I need to do and when it's due and stuff like that. But for my own stuff, I'm bad at it. Like I go traditional with my stuff. Like I have to, I write it in my notes, like on the computer, like all the stuff I need to get done. And then every day I'll write it on a piece of paper. So like, okay, here's the goal for the week on the computer. And then here's the goal for the day uh, on my notes. Yeah, you think there's you think there's nothing going on over here, dude? I have a lot going on. I'm yeah. super organized, dude. I'm I'm very disorganized right now. My mind's fucking all over the place because I got so much shit I got to do. Yeah, yeah. Because well, first things first. Let's get into it. Uh, you're here because you're gonna go hunting this weekend. Yes. Sick. Yeah, I got my hunt. Sick. Me and uh, me and Big Todd. Todd Rod. Shout out to Big Todd. <laughs> dude, that fool's. Nah, tight. he reached out. So actually, I did, and then he was cool about it. So. Where are you? Where are you guys going? Uh, unit forty-five. Fuck is that? So guy? that's the Kofa Mountains. So you're gonna go up north ninety-five, like just before Quartzsite. Oh, tight. And uh, yeah, they're already up there. They got the campsite and everything. Yeah. So since I'm like in between work and I'm technically working right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh shit. I don't care. Um, oh shit. It's all good. Uh, go ahead. What were you saying? Um, no, I'll probably head out later on today. Tight. Set up camp and then meet up for the evening hunt. Who's up there? Just just Todd or Todd who, and a couple of his buddies who hunt. Dude, I bet you he's just got a crowd of savages, dude. Yeah, a bunch of Todds. A bunch of Todds, dude. And and it's funny because like, and for people that don't know Todd, I didn't know that of Todd until uh, we started going to the range and like shooting with him. And I was like, wait a second, like you have all this experience with like shooting and you know X Y Z. And I was like, I had no idea. Yeah, he's pretty. Uh, to himself, he's very like he's Private. not gonna tell yeah people what he does and stuff like that unless you really get to know him. Yeah, he's kind of like my goal of a guy, huh? Yeah, yeah, super yeah. to himself, uh, super to himself, and also very experienced. And I'm like, damn, dude, this guy is just it, humble as shit. He's a veteran, man. He's a vet. He's just a vet. Tight. Just a grown man does everything on his own. Yeah. Knows a lot of things. Very knowledgeable. Yeah, he's one of those guys that. Um, when I wanted to go hunting when, cause I, he, uh, I had that conversation with him. I was like, dude, I want to go hunt. And he was telling me, he's like, yeah, man, just let me know. And cause I've been, I've been telling you, like, I want to go hunting. Like I've been wanting to go on one of these hunts with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We've been going quite a bit. So 
my best friends, Artie and Esteban. Esteban. Yeah, those dudes have been, Esteban has been hunting his whole fucking life, so. Yeah. And then Artie's been hunting a few years now, and I've been going out with them yeah. here and there when I got time, and I mean, these guys, they know, they know everything. Yeah. Literally, it's just like, I'm just a sponge just trying to learn everything I can. That's sick. See, I want to be in that position with you. Like, I want to find somebody, like, friends. And that's why I hit you up, because you're, like, the only one that I know that goes out and that hunts. And it's funny, because, like, now that I put it in the universe, I'm starting to find more people that go on hunts. But I just want to go, dude. Yeah. Honestly, just going and tagging along, like, goes a long way. Because that's just experience. Yeah. You get the experience. You know, you don't just YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Watch Meat Eater. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> completely different. Actually, out there, you know, you got to really pay attention to a lot of things. Yeah, 100%. Well, how many, when did you start going? Uh, <clears throat> I went to my first hunt last year in August. Oh, shit, for real? I yeah. kind of thought you had been hunting, dude. I had gone out prior. Like, just to fucking. Just to go. Chill. And then um, as soon as I was, I moved out to Tucson, I went on my first archery hunt. Oh, shit. Is and, that when you fucking missed that buck, barely? That was an 82-yard shot. God damn, dude. There was no shot. <laughs> it's funny because like, what, remember, remember, but you've been shooting your bow way before we, yeah, yeah, yeah. we had the wave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we, last year we had, we had that, we got that fucking, we got, we got bit by that, the bow and arrow bug. The bug, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you had been shooting your bow. And we, it's kind of been the same thing though. Like I brought my bow, then next thing you know, everybody got a bow. Yeah. And then <laughs> I brought my fucking bolt action rifle. And, and then everybody, everybody got, got a bolt action rifle. <laughs> Dude, well, I remember before I knew you, um, you came to the gym, and then I just saw this giant-ass bow. And I was like, dude, whose fucking bow is this? Because I had, you know, I had been listening to Rogan, but I had never, you know, he had been talking about it, and I was like, this is sick. And then it was yours, and I was like, tight. And then didn't think anything of it. And then, like, a year later, uh, you, I remember you had a bow, but Chris actually um was getting into it yeah, yeah, yeah and then he was telling uh he was telling joe and, and i the other joe umbrella he's like hey my friend uh well the guy i don't know some guy out there in the range he's like he's selling his bows do you want one i'll yeah, get you one like was it zach no it wasn't i think it you know what in retrospect no it was an older guy now that i remember okay it wasn't zach zach's a shit though Shouts to zach. yeah he's cool um but it was some it was somebody uh but we got bows for cheap and then you know that's when you you know you got yours and all that. You got the you got, you got a pretty cool deal on yours. Hundred bucks. Yeah. But it, but what I, what the point was is that when we started when we started when we started shooting <laughs> when we started shooting you know we we're like twenty five. I was afraid that fifty was like a big thing, but your ass was over here shooting fifty like first trying to warm up. Yeah, yeah. Seventy yards at the yeah. gym and well, I was like, just like yeah I was thinking I remember uh, when I was shooting and I was. I think it was prior to the gym, I had like a little routine where I would go shoot before 4 p.m. In the morning? No, no, 4 p.m. Oh, okay. So like I'd show up at like around 3. Oh, at the gym. And I would shoot in that empty lot. Going, yeah. Looking at FedEx. That was a good little spot. Dude, I fucking missed one. <laughs> and it landed in the parking lot at FedEx. <laughs> God. Yeah, I was like, fuck, I hope I didn't hit anybody. Because there's know. a crossroad right there. So yeah, dude. I, I, was, I was happy I didn't hit a car. Could you pin somebody's car? Fuck yeah. And it just stays in there. People don't realize how powerful those yeah. things are. Yeah. That's if you got sick. it at 70 pounds, it, it'll... Yeah. It's going at like almost 300 feet per second. Jesus Christ. So yeah. you haven't hit... You Have you... Wait, have you killed with the bow yet? I actually hit a deer this past August at 60 yards. Fuck. Yeah. So it was like 6, <clears throat> six o'clock, sundown. 
and it was me and my compadre already. Yeah. And um, we just saw a bunch of spikes. So I was like, hey, dude, fuck it. And right. uh, we we hit a couple <clears throat> valleys. We hit these rolling hills. And uh, he sees a, a doe and a buck across canyon about 60 yards. Mm. And he sights him in. He's like, hey, Joe, 60 yards. Damn. Turns out, and I'm already knocked. Fucking, I drew all the way back. Yeah. He's like, okay, we're shooting him. <laughs> <laughs> we're going for it. No, we went for it. And um, he's like, all right. Blew a whistle. Deer was broadside, so he had everything perfect for me. Oh, shit. Shot. I kind of nicked an ocotillo. No, actually, I nicked a, a mesquite. Oh, and it still went, passed through. I hit him. You know, everything. There was a small blood trail. The arrow was full of blood. So I was like, okay, I got him. Yeah. So we're stoked. Typically, you want to wait maybe 20, 30 minutes until you actually try to go find him. Yeah. Because you don't want to spook him. Yeah. And that's kind of where we made our mistake. Oh, you fucking Yeah, we went him. out, tried to find a blood trail. Couldn't see any blood. And then uh, we went over a ridge, and he was bedded at the bottom of a canyon. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then jumped him out. He ended up going up a finger. I'm saying all this terminology. People don't probably don't know what no, the fuck no. I'm talking about. I, yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm barely holding on. I'm like, okay, I got it. Right. No, so, I get you though. So a finger is just kind of like a hilltop. Yeah. Um, And it goes to a peak of a mountain or a, of a ridge. Yeah. They got so Google, dude. He They'll goes look up. It. This deer goes up a hill. <clears throat> he skylines so you can see the sunset. You can literally see the, the buck just standing up there. Yeah. And he takes off limping. And I'm like, shit. Oh, fuck. We never saw him again. Damn. We and just because you Well, we came him. the next morning, we saw the puddle of blood where he was bedded. Yeah. And we're like, dude, we should have just left him. Yeah, because he would have just chilled. He would have died. Died right there, right there mm -hmm. rather than taking off. Damn. But I'm sure, you know, and this is totally, it's fun because I, you know, you're asking me like, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, I want to get into the honey thing in my head, but sure. because, uh, well, whatever you want. But um, you're like one of the only people that I know that's like gone hunting. So I'm like, this is going to be interesting. And like, when you say that, my only experience with hunting is watching Meat Eater. And I love Meat Eater, dude. And talking to people like you and like Claudia's husband, but like stuff like that, you know, you watch Meat Eater and he talks about, uh, you know, the heightened emotions, like when you hit a deer or even like when you're like in full draw, like before, sure. like I'm sure all that shit had to do, you know, like had to do with, uh, you know, when you shot him and like your decision making to like run up to see him. Honestly, I was pretty calm. Yeah. A lot of people. You're fucking chilo though, dude. I'm chill. Yeah. I was, I was kind of calm. Um, my buddies were asking me afterwards, like, hey, were you fucking shooken up? Nah. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is what I practice for. So I'm ready. Yeah. I'm going to be ready. So, um, but as far as heightened emotions and stuff like that, I hear a lot about people kind of feeling it's right when they get to the deer yeah and they're harvesting the deer obviously you know some people get emotional some people cry shit like that not you though no i don't cry <laughs> you know what's funny as you say that <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you and jer are the same way where uh I don't know if it has to do with like the high level of baseball you guys played. You played a very high level of baseball. Yeah. But like I always tell him because I'm a rattle box, dude. Like I have anxiety. Like stuff freaks me out. Um, Like it, not to the point where I won't make a move or like I won't perform. But uh, like I have a lot of pre-emotions to things. And like Jer, he's always mellow. Like he's always chill. Kind of like been there before type of thing. Yeah. Like yeah. It, like stuff doesn't freak him out. Like stuff that he doesn't let things overwhelm him. Like yeah. sometimes I will. I'm like, oh shit. Like, well. Yeah, I mean, obviously in athletics my whole life, you know, you you start to get numb to um, 
having to face adversity and failure. It's just part of it. It's just, you're so numb to it. It's just like, all right, what do I have to do to figure it out? Yeah. And that's interesting because like, I always thought that skating would have a thing to do with it because like, it's interesting because failure to me isn't a big deal. You know, like once, like once you hit the thing, like once you attempt something and like you fail, it's not a big deal to me. Like the result to me isn't a big thing. It has something to do with like, you know, maybe not the, maybe the preparation sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh shit, am I? Did I do everything I was supposed to do? Did I, you know, and not knowing, and maybe that it's really the unknown sort of thing. Because once it's done, I'm like, all right, whatever it is, what it is. But it's like leading up to it, where like there's people like yourself or Jer, you know, that I know that have you know s- handle it better. I think getting there isn't the problem. I yeah. feel like to me the big challenge for me um, is repeating that goal. Uh, that successful, like for you, say you're trying to accomplish a flip or a, trying to land a, I don't know. Please say some a funny stuff trick. Is, some type of stairs. Please say dark slide. Dark slide. <laughs> a dark slide. <laughs> My cousin always says that. He's like, dude, did you do a dark slide today? I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> That's the only trick he knows. Really. <laughs> yeah, he's an idiot. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. So like, you know, you accomplish that. All right, how many times can you do it now? You know mm. what I mean? So that kind of thing is what I try to look at as far as more of a challenge yeah. than actually getting to that goal. Yeah. It's how to repeat it. Mm. Chafio. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah. yeah, because, I mean, you played damn high-level baseball. Mm-hmm. Fucking Brewers, dude. Yeah, dude. That's sick. How am I going to hit a 95-mile-an-hour fastball more than once? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Next, you know, I see a guy throwing 100, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah, that's so wild. Strike me out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Trash. That's so. So you lived up there too, and everything. Uh, anywhere else right. but Milwaukee, because in the minor leagues, obviously, yeah. there's different areas you can live at. Because you were in the farm system, right? Yep, I lived in Montana. Phoenix. That's probably sick. Montana was dope. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. Dude. Big country down there. Yeah, open land, nothing there, just wildlife. Hell, see, that's one of those places that people talk about. All the time. I've never been there. I had a uh, one of my best friends, his grandma lives up there, and he talks about it. He's showing me photos of it. I'm like, damn, dude, that might be a fun place just to just one day get in the car and just drive to. Yeah. Yeah. How far is that? Uh, fuck, dude. How far is Tana? Montana. It's up there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. It's up there. Dude. miles, but it's, it's up there. It'll take dude. you maybe a day or two. <laughs> You got all country. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's about a day or two up there. <laughs> Do you see Tanner's on the voice? Who? Tanner. Do you know Tanner Gomez? No. You don't know Tanner Gomez? I don't think so. I would think somebody like you would, would know who oh, he is. Oh fuck. I'm sorry. I know. You know everybody, and everybody knows you. Uh Tanner Gomez. He's uh he's like my uh my grade. And he's on the voice. He sings country, dude. He's pretty good. Oh yeah. You'd be impressed. Whoa. I'm gonna have to check it out then. I know, dude. I was like, damn, you might like it. You never know. Dude, you, you ever think about going on The Voice? I ain't that good. Yeah, you are, No, man. I'm not. <laughs> You're an Andrade. You and all your brothers should go up there like fucking One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they're not brothers though, huh? Wait, what? One Direction? They're not uh, brothers dude, though. Or the fucking Jackson 5, dude. You there guys you should go. go up there Jackson 5 style. Jackson 4? Yeah, the, exactly. No, the, and plus Dylan. The Juan 4? Juan 4? <laughs> Juan for it. Dude, you guys <laughs> should go up there with little with Dylan, dude, and get down. Yeah, actually, uh, I gave Dylan one of my guitars for his birthday. It's like... Recently? I've had, yeah, I've had it f- since I was 14. Goddamn, dude. It's uh, 
my uncle's electric guitar. Yeah. And that was passed down to me, and then I'm passing it down to Dylan. Do you know, and you know, I, that's fucking awesome. I never knew, you know, the history of, you know, you guys. Cause I didn't, like, I always heard, I would hear your guys' name, like Andrade, like your brother and then you, mm-hmm. and then I knew Dylan. I actually met, Dylan was actually the first one of you guys that I met. And I was like, damn, these fools are musically talented. And then I met you and I was like, damn. And then I was like, it was like one time we were in Cafecito and you guys were both playing. Yeah. I was like, damn, all these fools get down. And I was like, this is tight. <laughs> yeah, we all sing and play, dude. Um, we all get that from our grandfather. That's what I was going to say. So Dylan's great grandfather. That's sick, dude. Yeah. yeah, because you know what's cool as hell is, because uh, I asked you about it and, you know, I'm naive. And I, and it's, this is a little silly, but I just assumed that, Anybody that's going to listen to this or anybody that knows you just knows your whole story because like your brothers, which is maybe unfair because like I'm sitting here and I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, oh no, people know that about it. But like when I heard about that story that you told me or just the history of like how you guys learned music, I thought that was so sick, dude, because, um, like growing up, my grandma would buy me, she would buy all of us, like the grandkids, like, you know, none of us are like musically inclined, but she would just buy us instruments just to play with, you know, and we would just, we would have like a fake little taka taka. Uh-huh. But like were you guys with like your brother, with your grandpa, dude, that's so sick because, you know, he was good at music too, right? Dude, he was insane. He, was he has shit. like, he has a couple albums and shit. For real? Yeah. Dog. Yeah. But Break out. Yeah. Like bolero music. That's like music yeah. from like, fuck, I don't know how long ago. Yeah. But that was that was like his the basis of his music and Damn. then like old Mexican corridos type of stuff. Yeah, and and where was he at for a while? Algodones. He's he's right yeah. there. So he actually made a song for the town of Algodones because we're obviously the pioneers of the town. Yeah. So my ancestors started that town, and That's my grandfather before he passed, he made a song for Algodones. Damn, dude. So like he's all on the plaque in the in the police the, like the. The police station yeah yeah, yeah like right there in the checkpoint him and my grandma <laughs> dude um where can you find that music is it out anywhere uh i think my uncle has it somewhere archived dude you guys should put that shit out bro because yeah. that'd be tight yeah it's yeah. dope man uh it's kind of like how your grandparents would buy you guys instruments or whoever yeah. did we just showed up. My grandpa already had shit for us ready to go and and you guys probably yeah. had it in your blood i had a guitar like a little one since I was about six. Sick. And I jammed with him every weekend. Tight. And then as I grew up, blah, 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 I got my own. And then just cut, literally the same process Dylan's doing. Yeah. That's literally my life. You guys just up. mess around. And- the kid just figured it out, dude. <laughs> he's so sick, dude. Yeah. He always plays around. Yeah. That's dope. And he's just like, it's just in him to want to learn. So it's something you mm. just really can't teach. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. And if you're around it all the time, I would imagine it like you know, understanding melodies and understanding you know what works is you know, you kind of just. Li- I'm sure just listening to your grandpa through your whole life and understanding you know, oh, this sound, what you know, what sounds good, and it's kind of just ingrained in you almost. In a way, yeah, but you still have to put but, in the work and practice, and yeah, you know, get used to it and connecting your voice to, you know what key you're in and all that stuff. Yeah. But, Cause you got to learn the rules in order to break them. Your big ass almost just broke this bro. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> my bad guys. No, you're chill. No. Well, actually I talked to Dylan when I gave him that guitar and I told him, I'm like, Hey dude, grandpa always said, you play, you have to sing. 
Oh shit, that so was his rule. That was a thing. You just had to. What if your voice is ass? Don't matter. Figure it out. Yeah, you get better. Just practice. Really? You think so? Yeah. You okay? So here's my thing. I always thought that. Well, obviously, some people better it, than others. Yeah. So it's like you gotta really uh, know what your voice is like, and then play at that key. Mm. That way, you don't sound like shit. But yeah. like that's one thing that Dylan doesn't do. He doesn't sing. So I gave him the guitar, and I had him say like. If I give you this guitar, dude, you got to sing oh, shit. from here on out. Yeah. I don't care if it sucks or whatever. What do you say? Practice. He's like, okay. I know. He's such a, he, he, he's down. He's down. So I hope Dylan fucking sing. I'm going to put this part in there just for him. <laughs> in the highlight just for him. <laughs> That'd be tight. Yeah. It's, it's going to come. It's, he can sing. It's just, it's just going to take some time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's dope, dude. I, I, and I was always under the impression that either you can sing or you can't. In a way, but yeah. if you practice, obviously you can tune your voice like yeah to your own ability. Yeah. Okay. Cool. This is a little embarrassing, but I'll. So I was watching videos because I was like, I wonder if I can learn how to sing. Because one, I tell Jerry all the time, I'm like, one of my dream, like one of my fantasies and dreams is like, I would love to be like. You know, one thing that I would have loved, because I would love to explore music. Because when I was a kid, um, like I liked music. Like I used to play the drums, and I was learning. I was in band. I was learning how to play, but I was impatient as fuck, so mm-hmm. I quit band, and I just played at my house trying to teach myself. And my brother played mute. My brother played the guitar. Uh, we have a family. My tío Shalo, he has a band. My like, I have family that you know that makes music. It wasn't directly around me, but I loved it, and I was like, I would love how to learn how to make this shit. So I was like googling like uh uh singing stuff like learning mm-hmm. how to sing and it was interesting because i was like oh cool this guy teaches you how to not get out of your own range because yeah. like i can't overreach and try to sing like christina million or just no, timberland you can't hit those high those high uh yeah vocal points like yeah it's not for everybody yeah you know and what I'll, i mean and i thought you know either you can do that or you don't and that that requires you you know either that classifies you as a good singer or not no i never you, knew that yeah it doesn't that's but. tight thing too dude like how we learned was you were put on the spot oh shit always and then you got to find your shit you just here here's display dude that's fun. and i'm like i don't know what we're playing and then you're like all right we're playing this this and this follow it <clears> and then go from the verse to the chorus and then you don't have to learn the singing just play it and then you're just always playing shit so like you like, would pick songs or you guys would just jam my grandpa or my tios they would have songs already they know yeah. They're just like, here, Joe, figure it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was like that. So, but like reading the music or just or learning? Like straight, learning. Just vibing, dude. That's so sick. Because when dude. you learn songs that aren't yours, you have to make the song in your own vibe. Like you can't just play the way the song was made. Yeah. You want to make it to kind of like your own flow. Yeah. That's what makes you an actual musician. Yeah, like an artist. You know? Do you know David Benitez and the Good Guys? Or they used to be the good guys? Or you? I don't know. You don't know him? I don't think so. Uh, what was his band now? No, it's not. Yeah, I can't believe you don't know David Benitez. You would love David Benitez. He's sick, dude. He, they, he, um, what was their band name? They were like, uh, they were like the golden child and the good guys for a while. And then they were, Where oh, they Crooktone. Oh, Crooktone. Yeah. yeah they David. played at Dylan's birthday. Yeah. Okay. We had this conversation. Yeah, we did. So David, yeah, we did. So, that guy is good. Oh my he's god, good. bro! He can sing. He oh Eric, yeah, the singer. Yeah, he's so David he's is a guitar player. Oh, okay, well Eric plays too. I think Eric he plays, does play yeah, too. He plays rhythm. 
Yeah. He was really so good. the main guitar player, David, he's like the dark Mexican guy. That fool's a savage. He used to play like metal <laughs> savage. That fool's a savage. He used to play like metal. Uh, he's and, probably a lead guitar player. Yeah, and then he moved to like playing he still likes the metal stuff because every time I talk to him, like um he still likes the metal stuff, but then he, you know, and then he started playing more of the reggae stuff. And you can see like in his music like how the like the the complexity of like the the metal stuff translated to the reggae stuff. So it was in his guitar playing in the music, I was like, dude, this is insane. He just threw a lot of riffs in there. A shit load of yeah. riffs, dude. He just goes off sometimes. Yeah, they're actually pretty good. They put actually do a good a cool cover called "Get Away" by Catch a Fire. I've never heard them play that shit. Yeah, oh, they, but you have probably heard a lot. I heard him. I heard him play it at the crest like years ago. The fucking nobody crap. was there. I was <laughs> just the, you. It was just me. <laughs> Mike saying some high let's go. You and some high Nah, No, just me and the pillar in the middle of the dance floor. Just chilling. Just chilling. <laughs> I miss that so much. I miss live music, dude. Yeah, same. That yeah, I was supposed to see Gonwana here. Gonwana was gonna come. Mm-hmm. How crazy that tribe. Who was the first one to come here? Tribal Seeds or Reb? Uh, Tribal Seeds back in two thousand and four. Yeah, I was so excited. I saw him at the Fourth of July party at Paradise. And you were probably kicking it with them, weren't you? God damn it, dude. Yeah. When you told me when we were out to the range that one time, you were telling me, uh, what, what 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 music festival were you at? Uh, Cali Roots. Yeah, you pissed me off when you were telling me. I was like, this fool's over here chilling with all these fools. Yeah, it's because uh, um, Johnny went to school with uh, this guy named Tomas and his some of his family members from Guam. Yeah. But they, they owned <clears throat> cannabis clothing. Oh, so yeah. they, that's the end. Yeah, that was the end. So, like, we ended up going out to... Yeah, we ended up going out there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they were kind of our end because they sponsor all the bands. And uh, we at the time, you can get a trailer in the back with the bands. And we had like a camper and shit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we we're cooking breakfast or one of our homies was cooking breakfast, just breakfast burritos and stuff. And then you just see the guys from like Fortunate Youth, the guys from Iration, like they're yeah. just giving them burritos and stuff like that. That's tight. And then right across from us, there was a... Uh, this guy who had this this little geek thing called Jam in a Van. Jam so, in a Van? Yeah, so he would do like prelim jam sessions with the bands in his little studio in the van. Like almost a little warm-up? It was just, just to jam. Oh, they would just film it? Yeah. Oh, that's sick, dude. So like they had like TVs on the outside of the van and the guys inside playing. That's... So everybody would listen outside the van. And, oh, man. Yeah, so we heard, we heard Iration and Fortunate Youth. Damn. We're just hanging out with them the whole time before they go to the show. That's so dope. Yeah. See, and I miss that so much right now, like the mm-hmm. live music part. I wonder if there's a way to do it now without, you know, with the limitations and shit. What do you mean? Like, because I miss live music and I'm like, how can we do this now and have it live and have people still chill, but, you know, following. It's you can't. Gonna, you no, can't. It's huh? not going to be the same. You got to have people crowded. You have to. It's part yeah. of it. It's part, yeah, of, it's it part of live music. Moshing, being together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Just don't do it. <laughs> Just hopefully it all kind of blows over here with this, uh, the coronavirus. Coronavirus? <laughs> yeah. I know, man. I'm kinda... Hopefully it calms down, though. We can all kind of live a normal life. Actually go to shows. and. That would be sick. Yeah, because everything was 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 moved to at least 2021. So we'll see. Yeah, I know my dad, he bought, um, he was so hyped when he figured out Rage was coming back. Uh, oh. And we bought tickets to go. And when all this shit happened, it got pushed back. And then he's like, I got pushed back. And then it got pushed back again. And then it just got canceled. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it. Dude, everything's getting canceled. Yeah. 
Everything. Shit sucks. Yeah, I've been vibing to this band called Maoli, dude. Dude, Maoli. you always have fire music. Always. Yeah, and it's always. always on a story. Like, I see your shit, dude. dude. It's just because every morning I wake up, like, I find a, a song. I'm like, okay, this shit's going to just put me in a good a good route to my day. This is the vibes for I'll you? Just, I'll throw it on my story. I'm like, hey, dude, if you like it, fuck with it. If not, hear the vibes. Whatever. Maybe, <laughs> there is a minute where you're sitting. <laughs> your life or whatever. <laughs> There was a there was a good little time where you were sending me music that your brother would send you. Oh yeah, <laughs> the crazy shit that people are making now, dude. Yeah, the silly shit, dude. Alan's crazy. I gotta man. text you back more so you feel obligated to send me that stuff because I feel like you send me that stuff and I don't reply and then he's I'm like fuck he's not gonna send it anymore. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened, bro. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Alan <laughs> Alan just stopped sending me fucking random rap artists from Come like on, let's get on fucking it. LA and shit. That shit's funny. When you send it to me, it's just, I'm looking for the silly shit in it. Like, I don't even respect it for music. I'm like, all right, where's the silly shit? <laughs> it's because one of his homies is actually a uh, native of LA, like in East LA or something. Yeah. So he knows all these like underground artists. Yeah. And he just sends them to Alan and Alan just sends them to me. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. I think I might just make a playlist on Spotify of shit that you send me. Alan's music. No, you send me. <laughs> Joe's shit. Joe's shit. Joe's shit. Joe's trash. Do you use do you use Spotify or do you use Apple? Spotify. Bro, you should just make playlists. I do. I'm gonna follow you on Spotify. Just follow, I got a bunch. Damn, bro. Yeah. I know I need to do that shit. Uh-huh. Cause I get so sick of my music. Like, uh not sick of it, but because I have like, you know, you'll make the playlist and I'll just play it and I'll just, you know, randomly, but and it's good because it'll help me find a vibe that I want to get Dude, on. I got some dope R&B 2000s and oh, 1990s. I love, like Ja Rule and shit. Ashanti. Well, I actually, one of the kids I used to train, or actually in high school, he has like the best old school playlist. So I follow him. And then you take it. Oh yeah. my God, that's sick. It's dope. That's like one of my favorite, you know, uh, this is one of my favorite summer vibes on the beach is like 2000. Early 2000 R&B shit. Oh, yeah. And John Rowan and fucking J-Lo. Yeah. LL. That <laughs> <laughs> fool's L-L. huge. Fool's crazy. That boy's crazy, <laughs> dude. That's tight, though. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You always got the jams, dude. It's like my favorite thing to see. And I, I can't tell you how much music I've, I've found because of your stories. Right. So, I mean, every time I look into my stories, I'm like, I wonder how many people actually looked it up. Oh, shit. But. Oh, you can't, because uh, you can see people that looked at it, but I can can't. see if they click on it, but I don't know if it, it works with Spotify. Oh, like Spotify links, into like your analytics. Story. Oh shit, that's a good thing. You know what? There might be a way through Linktree because Linktree. Uh, I don't know if there's a way to see how many people clicked on the actual link to do something, but I'm sure there's a way, dude. Yeah, that'd be cool to know. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you're popping up on, you know, because the way Instagram's algorithm works, like now, it's like you. And I have to get on this because you're now thinking about it, you're probably really good at it because uh, you're always posting your lifts and the music and it's pretty much every day. Yeah, dude. So your shit always comes up first. Yeah. Like Olympiana Joe, boom, done. And I'm like, oh shit, there he is. And then I don't see anybody else's shit. <laughs> like I see just my friends and I'm like, wait a second. And I was talking to Jerry like about Like 500 it. story posts and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's tight though. No, it honestly, I only post the, the videos on my lifts on my story if they're like worth it. Oh, so, you post some fails though. Then I throw some stupid shit on there too. I some some fails, but I like filming you because I like zooming in. I want to oh, yeah. have that trademark where you know when I filmed you, 
because I always zoom in. It always your, looks better. It, a little bit of that. Yeah. But I just like to zoom into your face when you're done <laughs> and then just <laughs> zoom in. Like, <laughs> it's always the same and nobody fucks around with it. I can tell people are all like serious about it. And I'm like, I'm just going to fuck around. Yeah. Dude, honestly, whenever I'm doing my lifts, I'm always like, I'm always thinking stupid shit in my head. Like, yeah. I'm always just fucking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whenever like I'm lifting, people think I'm like all serious. Nah. So like, come on, Joe. Well, don't you listen to like reggae and shit while yeah, you're lifting? Bro. I'm like, I'm listening to fucking Tevin Williams. <laughs> Can we talk? You know what I mean? To mellow you out? Yeah, I don't know. Just because you like feels it. Feels good, you know. Just yeah. vibing with it. What do you, even when you uh, even when you do comps and stuff? Is that what you're listening to too? Sometimes you get a little crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll throw that YG on there. Oh, you gotta have some, but oh, that's yeah. vibey, bro. That ain't crazy. I I was uh, we'll bump some music in here too, and I was thinking, I was like, if I ever do like a comp. Or like try weightlifting one day, or for some reason I become a fighter and have a walkout song. <laughs> I'd want the games scream on them. You Dude, know what I mean? I mean, wait, what? The game that's on uh, the oh, scream yeah, yeah, on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from like the documentary too. I sure, think. Yeah. that shit smacks. Dude, that was like my life with baseball. So like walkout songs. In the fall, we're like doing our research. Like, all right, dude, these are my top ten songs. Which ones are gonna be on my fucking walkout shit? My walkout. Damn, they would ask you that, or you would just yeah, think yeah. about we'd it. We do our walkout. Then I'd make like my top three that I can use, Sick. and they switch them out, and then that That's way tight. every time like you can time in, you crop the song where you wanted. You play. have control of that. Yeah. So like, even in the MLB, mm -hmm. they have control. Damn. So that way, when you hit like a song that you like, and they, you crop it to like where it. It's like a punch. You're, yeah, your shit. You come out. You're just like fucking. Let's go, let's baby. Go. That's sick. So yeah. even in even uh, even in the farm leagues, they would you would have your walk. No. That's so tight, dude. They don't just play the song, and it's just like the beginning of it. You know, they you, play you the part put it you... to where you want it. Damn. So I did that in college too. So that was fun. Damn, they did that shit in college yeah. too. That's my tight. walkout in college was uh, um, Don Omar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh shit, which one was it? I can't remember the uh, song. Probably dude, that, some shit that smacks. But I was in Utah and everyone's fucking white there, so like Look at this they're shit. like, what's this Zumba song? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, get out of here. Zumba song, you guys are trash. Yeah. It's like you don't know Don Omar. Whatever. Dude, you probably can you imagine next time you go back yeah. to Utah, these Mormons are listening to the reggaeton? They probably do. Now they do, huh? Yeah. I was actually there in January for my alumni game. Oh shit. Yeah. That's cool. How did that go down? Dude, I went two for three. Hell yeah. I hit a double, like one hop the wall in left center. I haven't hit a baseball in like two years. And you just went for it. Yeah, we. I went up against this guy who just got released from the the Mariners. Damn, so full speed ball. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So like there was an alumni from the year, two years before, and he just got released. So mm -hmm. he came to the alumni game too, played against us. Yeah. Because it's two alumni teams play against each other. Yeah. And... um. This guy's throwing 95. Fuck that. Fuck that. I was that. like, I'm like, I got in the box. First pitch was, whoosh. I'm like, oh, dude, this guy's fucked. <laughs> and because it's just reactive for me. You so, read it? You were so, able to read it good still? Well, it was it was a 1-0 count. So <clears throat> yeah. typically if it's one ball, no strikes, the pitcher's going to want to back it up with a fastball to throw a strike. Mm -hmm. So I knew he was going to cock something right in the middle. Yeah. And I took him oppo and I went <laughs> off the wall. Hell yeah, duh. <laughs> That's sick. I got to second base. I was like, how the fuck did I pull that off? I don't know. Damn. I got out of baseball before I can ever see 95. And I was like, dude, that's insane. I would never know what that shit feels like. Like from 90 to 95 <laughs> almost. Like it's not much of a difference. But once you get to like 97 to 100. 
Those, you, that shit. Yeah. Yeah, because I couldn't imagine. That shit's got to be like right, your reaction's got to be right there. You don't even, you can't even like, you can't just say, I'm going to look at it and hit it. You got to know what you it's gotta coming. You got to time it. Damn. That's sick, dude. That's so fun. It's so cool to understand people like that stuff at a, at a different level because I never reached that level. But like to hear it like that, that shit's cool because uh, to understand different people's different mindsets and how they prepare for stuff like that. Like well, I never knew that. Preparation at that level, dude, it's it's different. Yeah. You have to have an approach. You got to be smart. It's an approach. Yeah. It's not a thinking. It's not thinking while you're hitting. It's like you prepare yourself before <clears throat> the at-bat. Yeah. So you're in this situation, this situation, this count, this count. You have a different mindset for each count. Yeah. And that's kind of how I hit. So if I ever got in a certain count, I kind of had my mind already set up to how I'm going to go about the at-bat. Mm. So that made me a successful hitter. Man. Some people just go up and don't think. They just say see ball, hit ball. Yeah, so, that you can't do that shit at that level. You can. Really? It's just people are different, man. Yeah. You got some guys that just got it and they don't have to do shit. That's, and they just yeah. can fucking hit everything. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck you, dude. You suck. <laughs> yeah, like, how the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. I couldn't imagine. That's dope. But, yeah, moving. I'm going to actually be playing in a men's league when I move to Vegas here in the next 21 days. Oh, I was going to say, all right, let's get into the Vegas. Wait, yeah. That's tight. So the full speed, you're going to full speed? Full speed, dude. That's dope. I would love to play. Yeah. I play, I played softball with Ezra, and I was like, this is fun, but it's too slow. Too slow for me. Too slow. I'll I'll probably play a couple games out there. Softball? Softball. That's dope. That's dope. All right. Well, cool. Then, uh, well, you dropped the Vegas bomb. So what's up with Vegas, Doug? So got a bunch of shit going on with Olympiada. So as far as the oh. building our accounts, uh, we're getting a little bit closer to where we want to be. Yeah. Um, getting into different supplement stores and all that. Hell yeah. And uh, I got to go out there and, you know, help out my partner and all that. You're going to handle biz. Yeah, dude. You're going to handle some yeah. biz. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So Olympiada's fucking, I bet you it's all those CrossFit shirts. That too, man. A bunch of people are wearing it. Dude, I want one. Dude, everybody in Yuma has one. Dude, that's so funny. And <laughs> I feel like uh, I want to I want to say I was there when you thought of the idea, but I don't know. Maybe not. But that's funny as hell, dude, because I remember you talking about CrossFit. And like, I'm going to make a CrossFit shirt. It's because we, I would say fuck CrossFit, just kind of messing around. And my, my brother Frank would be like, CrossFit, bro. It's CrossFit. <laughs> so we're like, hey, that's a good that's a good little thing. Like, Cross make back. a shirt. Yeah. And so we just started making them. We're like, and they fucking picked up. And they're like, what font? And we're like, dude, we got to do it the CrossFit. Font. Exact same one. Exact same one. Fuck it. And with the Olympiada thing on top. That shit's funny, dude. Yeah. So that it, everything's working out. So that's why I got to go up to Vegas. That's dope, dude. So I'll be up there end of November, probably like the 27th. I feel like Vegas is much more your vibe. Um, as far as the market for our company, yes. Market. Um, it makes sense because your partner's out there, the company's out there, the what like outdoor life. This same as here, hunting and all that yeah. stuff. The weightlifting circuit. Yeah, the fitness industry is huge out there, bro. That's going to be your spot. It's because it's a it's a entertainment business out yeah. there. So I mean, it does suit what I'm trying to aim for with our business. So. Yeah. And then also, I work for an oil company here. Yeah. Remotely in Arizona, so um, I was able to. Get my transfer from running the Tucson and Yuma territory to running the, the Vegas territory. Dude, that's tight. So it's like I got lucky and it's just it's perfect timing. 
I'm hyped for you, dude. Vegas is going to be sick. We're going to Vegas, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll be living with my boy Sam Friend. Sick, dude. He's one of my pitchers in college. Oh, and, hell yeah. Uh, he's a musical engineer and producer, so yeah. when I'm up there, we're going to be recording music. Dude, sick. We're going to have to come out there Might make soon. my own song just for the fuck of it. Bro, come, <laughs> make me an intro, dude. Make me a dude. fucking... Dad, make me an intro, dude. This one goes out to Eric. It's <laughs> for my friend. She's got a podcast. <laughs> and uh, this one's for you. <laughs> Please, dude. That'd be so sick. I've been wanting to reach out to a local artist here. Like, there's some kids that I know that make some beats, like dope beats. Uh, and I was like, damn, I need some fucking custom music. Because for this one, I just pull I just pull one off of like a stock website. Sure. Pretty dope. But I want some stuff. People, some- people make beats, dude, but like a lot of them don't make sense on how they're structured. Oh, uh, I, I feel you. So like people just make beats and then they put a voice on it, you know, and it's like yeah. it's not mastered and stuff like that. And yeah. You what? can tell the difference between that and actual someone who knows how to structure a song. Question. And this is, I'm going to give you my full attention. Question. <laughs> how, what, what, go, what involves mastering? Uh, just fine tuning the, the song. But how so? People say mastering, like mix and master. I'm like, okay, what does that involve? Is that like, is that? So uh, you can use a platform called Pro Tools. Okay, I heard Pro Tools. Yeah, so. um, My ass is sore. It's just literally having someone else re, re, like refine it. Okay. And make it sound clear. Everything is perfect. But that, dude, that takes somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah. And that's not something I can fucking answer. You can, uh, okay, okay, I got you. Yeah. And that, like, because I always wondered, because like when people say, you know, remastered like the Led Zeppelin album, like do they just take all the individual sounds and just clean them up? That I don't know what that what they meant by remastering Led Zeppelin song. Maybe because they had shittier equipment back in the day. Yeah. So they ended up tuning their voice better. Yeah. All that type of stuff, making the sound sound more clear. Because mm-hmm. obviously equipment back in the day was trash. Yeah. So, but it yeah. also had a, a like it also had a um, a style. Yeah, yeah, of course. I felt. But you know, it's more raw. Yeah. You know, as far as the recording of the music. So. Yeah. Um, now it's obviously there's there's better equipment. So. Yeah. Like, cause my like one of my best ex- like favorite best favorite examples of like of that is you know Metallica's Kill 'Em All album raw. Is shit, mm-hmm. and then like you go to uh, what was the one? What was the album where they had like a fist in it? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Saint Anger. Okay. Ass. Yeah. Ass bad. Anger. That that album sucked, and you can tell like it's and it not uh in in ass as in uh in a comparison to the old thing. Well, it's because um they had a they had a they had their their time where yeah. they had their music that was like. They kind of just threw all their apples there, and so uh, they have all those badass albums. So it's like a lot of it's how are you gonna how are you gonna keep going and coming out with good ideas for music? Yeah, that one wasn't. It just wasn't because you good run one. out of ideas, man. Music's hard, dude. Fuck it. Well, just art is hard, dude. Yeah. Like art in general, and I'm like sure the music might be good the way it was made, but yeah. it, it might not just hit it, like it did. Before. It might not have and all that stuff, dude. And um. And all that stuff is so important, and people don't realize that too. With like music, with 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 art, with design, like any any of the arts, like trying, like you were saying earlier, to go back full circle is like to to recreate that and to do that at a high level over and over again. Like that shit's challenging. That's the real challenge: is repeating good ideas and repeating your success. Yeah, and that it's I feel the like thing to do. Yeah, man, I was actually um, 
I like for me, I have to, I feel like every year uh, I go through like a creative rut where shit, you know, it is, I feel like I go autopilot thing, you know, cause you get busy and then you just start, you go autopilot and then next thing you know, you're just like, it doesn't hit the same. Like mm -hmm. with the music, it doesn't hit the same. So, you know, you kind of have to like erase everything, move everything around and try to, you know, reignite inspiration and to do it yeah. like at a high level, like you were saying, not even high level, but just to do it at a, at a, um, at an inspiring level well, is challenging. Motivation too. Yeah. There's a huge role in that. Yeah. Because, you know, you're not motivated. You're not going to create things. Nah. You know, absolutely so not. We lose motivation. We're only human. Yeah. So that rut it makes sense. You got it. Yeah. You got to do something else. You got to switch it up. And it's cool because I'm then for like for me, I'm like, okay, I got to I got to do something different. I have to like you know try something else, like experiment with something. Mm -hmm. Uh, it it's fun, but yeah, it is challenging. You know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whenever you want to go to Vegas, bro, we'll make you a rap song. Dude, let's fucking make a, let's make a song. Yeah, I can. I'd be down. I kind of like your reggae shit, though. I, I can make you a reggae song. I would love a reggae song. Yeah. Whatever you need, bro. Yeah, me and Artie already made a few. Let's fucking around. Dude, Maybe. just send me a fucking instrumental. An instrumental? Instrumental. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to abbreviate instrumental. Send me an instra, dude. No, sure, dude. <laughs> um, no, we actually, I was up in Vegas. I think it was like couple weeks ago actually it was uh, fuck i can't even remember but um we ended up making like a little reggaeton song bro toss that it, my it was way. hilarious dude <laughs> did you sing on it too uh, i kind of did melody in the background. dude send it to me <laughs> why don't you drop these things dude <laughs> it's all on sam's fucking tell sam to drop it it's on his shit so sam drop it. it there's only like two yeah. people that listen to this but just drop it <laughs> that'd be sick dude. dude it's it's so much fun like when you got someone who knows what he's doing and how to like make the voice sound good make you sound better yeah that'd be dope i would love to watch that process dude yeah. because uh that's one thing that i've always wanted to get into like mess around with is like make music and i think that'd be fun i would love to watch it's fucking complicated I bet, dude. Yeah. I bet. And that's the fun part because the same way you were speaking about, uh, I it's fun to learn about the complexity of other people's professions. Like I love learning about, especially creatives, not even just creative stuff, but like just people's processes. Like I like learning and understanding and I don't even have to do it, but you know, like understanding why people do certain things. And that's like the differentiator in certain people, especially people that are like really successful, you know, like your friend, I'm sure, like I'm sure he has his process and what he does that makes him good. Same thing with all the things that you're good at. Like you have your way of doing it and you know, that's what makes you successful. And it's fun to listen to people's like speak about that stuff. Sure. And it's good to express <clears throat> what you know, but at the same time, you got to really still be a, a student. Oh, hundred percent. You know? You know, that's kind of where people start to go south and start to kind of plateau in what they're doing. You know, they, they restrict themselves from learning new things. As soon as you, know? you think you know shit. Yeah, exactly. You can always teach somebody what you know, but it doesn't mean you know everything. Yeah. You still got to be willing to learn new things and be open to those type of things that somebody else that you might not know or do know throw an idea that might make you better. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, because as soon as you become ignorant to those new ideas you know, you stop learning too. Yeah. Yeah. And when you start to express that you kind of like act like you know everything already, you kind of look like an idiot. And nobody wants to be your friend either. What do you mean? Nobody wants to be friends with that guy. The fucking know-it-all guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. It's annoying because it's like, dude, why is everything going to be about you? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, 100%. That's just, for me, I, like I'd rather ask what 
this uh, person in front of me is all about. Yeah. I'd rather be the last one to say what's what's going on with me. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool because, so it you know, be. yeah, because listening to other people's experiences can help, you know, bring clarity to your own life. Mm -hmm. Um I, it's I've never read a, a autobiography until recently. It's I, I started reading Matthew McConaughey's book because oh. he was on Rogan. That shit's good, dude. Oh really? He's so interesting. Like I already, I felt like he was interesting because he was in the Lincoln commercials and he has like a he has a style. It's like the most mysterious people are like the most interesting people you dude, ever meet. Yeah, and that's the cool thing, dude. I'd rather have fucking secrets and like know things that I don't want to tell people. Yeah, and then when they ask you. Like questions like about yourself. And then they find out and about you. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a cool thing because, you know, you don't want to just expose yourself to everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just. I feel you. There's a, you know what? I'm glad you said that because. Uh, I think it's part of value or something like that. I think it's like a value or something. How you value yourself. Yeah. And you know what? I'm glad you said that because uh, personally, like, because I can only speak on my own experience, but like personally, I had always been the opposite. Like I was not very private at all. Like I would tell people everything. I, and I felt like it was a po like not a positive thing, but in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm sharing these things because I'm not afraid of, you know, I'm not afraid of it. But, you know, in the last year, I had to learn how to be more private mm -hmm. with my shit because, and not in a negative sense, but like, you know, some things are more valued, you know, when you keep them to yourself, like sure. what you were saying. And I'm glad you said that because like, I never thought, heard of it, like thought of it in a different way. I mean, you still have to like be able to be outgoing and approachable. Yeah. You know, you got to have something you can still tell people about yourself, but mm -hmm. not so in depth. What made you like that? Parents? I don't know. Grandpa? I don't know. Being, Honestly, I don't know. I just felt like it's the right down. thing to do. Being down? I'm just a, the higher the socks, dude. The down down to the full. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That's what's Ever up. since I heard that, dude, I just wore high socks up to my kneecap. Like that shit right there, fool? <laughs> That's not high enough, bro. Ah, shit. Hold on. <laughs> See, I feel like a dork like this. Yeah, dude. Don't do that. See, I, when Diego, Diego was at the gym and he was wearing high socks and I went up to him and I was like, oh, dude, like a clown. And I just pulled his socks down a little bit. And then, a, that guy's a fucking ox. <laughs> <laughs> my guy's an ox. Fucking tower. <laughs> Dude, that fool's you and that fool, dude. You guys should, dude. You and that fool can't walk in the same door at the same time because you guys get stuck. Exactly. We need double doors. You guys need double doors, bro. Yeah. And walking and still sideways. Still walk sideways. Still walk sideways. <laughs> you guys are too big, bro. Fucking Diego, miss that guy. Yeah, I miss him too. Yeah. But you guys are always here, anyways. But that's kind of the beauty of Yuma. Yeah. Always come home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's sick. I love coming home. I know. It's cool having you here. I was fucking with you for a couple of days. I was like, dude, you fucking live, you live here, bro. Yeah, but then you just don't text back. Bro, I'm <laughs> right now, dude, and Man. this is an excuse. You think you're busy? I'm fucking busy. I know. Every, no, no, no. Everybody's busy. I'm not saying that because I, I hate that. I should I, be in the mountains right now. I should be and gone. selling stuff. And you're here <laughs> doing a podcast with me. Sure. And I appreciate that. Yeah, no. And I'm, I just want to let you know in front of all these people, all the five people that are listening to this that I appreciate you and thank you for being here on the record for the record <laughs> for the record and I threw this this setup uh real fast but I appreciate you being here and giving me your time yeah and warming up this side of the couch appreciate so, you for having me yeah dude but I'm hyped for your Vegas thing dude that's sick I'm I'm actually glad you're moving to Vegas because B Vegas is not as far as Tucson or is it um from here it's four and a half chill my brother's moving to Vegas when he gets back from L wherever he is in the military okay so, Doc, double dip. There you go. Let's make a song. Let's do it. Sick.
Let's do it. Yeah. So you're gonna when you what, you're leaving your uh, to your hunt today, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna leave fuck, now. Uh, no, I still got maybe an hour. Fuck, dude. What time is it? Uh, 11:30. Oh my god. We got stuff to do today, yeah, man. Yeah, so I got to do that. Just get a few things so I can pack as far as like food. Oh, yeah. And then uh, good to go. Hell yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll let you to it, dude. Thanks for coming on the potty. Yeah, Thanks man. for stopping in for sure. this morning podcast. Um, it was chill. Appreciate you uh, Appreciate you being on. Uh, for people that don't already follow you, Okay. the social medias. So for those who don't follow me want to know what I do on a daily basis. Yeah, lift heavy <laughs> shit. It's uh, Olympiata Joe. Mm-hmm. Just follow me on there. And then the Olympiata gear. Yeah, Olympiata gear. What was up with that hat? Oh, this is my buddy's outfitters company. Yeah, everybody yeah. support. What is it? the five people? That's called MMO, Mesquite Mountain Outfitters. Yeah. They're some of the best guides for hunting in Arizona. Oh, fuck yeah. And that's one of my buddy's uh, outfitters company. His name's Dylan. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's a ex-professional baseball player as well. Okay, well. A homie. He just roll with studs. Badass hunter. Hi. And... uh yeah, dude, if you guys ever want to get into a hunt and get a good experience where you get guided and actually get a deer, these are the guys that do it. Mesquite Mountain Outfitters. How, and where are they based out of? Tucson. Tucson? Mm-hmm. Tucson. They do Mexico hunts. They do all southern Arizona. Oh, hell yeah. So, Damn, I might have to get into that. Yeah. That like, might work. They're really good, man. Hell yeah. Good people. Well, thanks, brother. I appreciate you getting on right, this guys. thing. You guys uh, go ahead and follow Joe. Uh, follow his big ass, lift heavy shit, and uh, be down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, slam bars. <laughs>